Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. I am Michael. I'm John. And I'm Andrew. And I was trying to flag you down, Michael, to let you know that it was coming. But yeah. I, I don't got It wasn't all herky jerky that last time. Yeah, I don't <laughs> have gotten the I mean, we've only played the uh the new intro like 30 times. I don't know if you've gotten it. So I was trying to give you, I was like, hey, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. But no, I don't think you were went, looking at last it. Last time it was just froze and then I didn't know when it stopped and then yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know what happened last time. So, uh, well, everybody, welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast. We're the Brothers Newland, and we are here to chat about some toy lines, some old classic toy lines from 70s or 80s or something like that. This year, we're hitting the late or mid to late 80s. Uh, Going to go back. We are talking about Battle Beasts. And uh, when we first put this on the list, I thought it was a different toy line. Um, I think I had it mixed up with the Transformers Beast Wars stuff um and i wasn't thinking that this we actually had some of these so we'll we'll it's mm -hmm. gonna be fun to talk about this is a very interesting uh toy line it's got a got a good little history to it doesn't it michael yeah it does yeah, yeah. so uh and it's got be... some some history that that i didn't know about until i was researching here and and dug a little more deeper into it and found more more the, than what we thought yeah yeah, and there's a whole aspect to this that I had forgotten about, or maybe I didn't even know about. I don't know. Like, I remember, like I said, we had some of these, but there's a whole aspect to this in this game that we'll we'll talk more about that I'd completely forgotten about. Uh, but it'll be, uh, this is a cool little line, and there's a lot of figures, so we're going to have a lot to talk about. So, hey, John, you know what that means? It's time for you to do your thing. Heard. Where to find this? <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Uh, all right, check our website out at toyrewindpodcast.com. Uh, you can also check us out on crossthestreamsmedia.com uh, with all of our uh, teammates and everything over there. You can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. It's all Toy Rewind Pod. Facebook and YouTube is Toy Rewind Podcast. Uh, we stream some of our toy box, or not some, but all of our toy box showcases <laughs> to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch as we're doing them. Uh, so just, just keep a lookout for those, uh, for the lives and everything. And then, of course, if you didn't hear my phone go off, that's probably a bingo square. Uh, if you're playing our uh, podcast bingo card at podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind. So, and then of course, there's also our collector showcases. Yeah, check out our collector showcases. Yeah, watch them on YouTube. We will be having one probably, hopefully, mid October. Um, so, follow us on our socials. Make sure you're following Geek Together because we do those in uh, partnership with Geek. I guess partnership's the word to say. Partnership, yeah. Yeah. Same um, with the cross. Cross the stream, I guess. Partnership. Yeah, it's, as, it's like yeah, we're part of the Cross Streams Media. We do partnership with Geek Together and Nerd Unite, all that good stuff. So, Michael, are you still taking notes? Is that what you're doing? No, no, I was looking up some stuff. So, 
So you are. You're still yeah. just doing some notes, trying to figure out something. That's what it so, sounded like. I'm looking yeah, up yeah. some stuff. I mean, hey, that's fine. That's fine. We are doing this impromptu, trying to record. This is a little bit earlier than we normally do because I'm about to go to Disney, so I won't be here. So we've got uh, – we had to do a little early, so kind of gave the professor a little less time to study on this one. So if he's still doing notes, that is completely <laughs> fine. Uh, but we do, have, we do have a fun for all question. Uh, that we're going to get into. This is a uh, this is this is another one of those psychological ones. I think, um, which then reminds me that we did one of these not too long ago about the penguin. Do you guys remember the penguin, mm-hmm. John? Yeah. Specifically, you. You said you were going to do some <laughs> interviews. Did you ask that question? In the I, I did not. <laughs> uh, I've only I've only had a couple of actual people show up for some interviews. So uh, and. No, they weren't. It was not on the top of my head. Dang it. I was hoping so to hear I some I need to remember stories. that. I'll put it in my book when I go sit down for interviews. Yeah, you need to remember that. Okay. So, Michael, have you used it? No, because no, because we talked about it after the last time I actually did. My boss was on vacation, so I had to sit down and do it. And I only had two people come in in a uh, four-hour window. We do on, on Wednesdays, we do a job fair where people just walk in and we interview and do the hiring process if they if they interview, interview good. And I had only two people within a four hour period uh, come in and, and wanting a job. So and we hired one and other ones kind of maybe if, iffy. I don't know. <laughs> so what you're saying is people just don't want to work. Yeah, that's what I got from both of you. People just don't want to work. <laughs> All right, what the you know? And I got, I got, I got easy jobs for them to do, but they just don't want to do it. Can I? Are you hiring for stackers? Yeah, stacking groceries, bagging. Are you you getting a bag? You have to go on Wednesday to do the job fair deal and interview, and that's my busiest day of the week. So I guess the second job's out of the window. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Are you going to teach them how to (laughs) stack groceries correctly, Michael? I try. It depends on whether they want to do it or not. Because I get irritated every time I go to they the get store. They get trained, but it just one ear, one ear, in, in one, one ear and out the other ear. Yeah. They do every, whatever they want to. Every time I go to the grocery store and I sack groceries, they always come up on me, let me take care of that for you, sir. And I'm like, no, you just go back to whatever you were doing and let me do it. Because uh, I'm, I'm not, I, yeah. when they redid our, our job positions, I'm more uh, back behind the scenes than I am on the front end. Uh, I usually deal with the departments and then the, the grocery and dairy and, and and frozen departments is what I'm. So so, so you don't have to see these idiots sack groceries and not. Know not all the time. No, I just a couple of times a week. I'm up there front. So wow. or when I get when I get called to be a, an overpaid sacker myself. So. <laughs> that's, the yeah. look, that's the way I look at it. That's, that's always fun time. So or cashier. I was actually in the check stand today checking out groceries. You still remember all those codes? All those Some produce codes. That's why. You, that's why you have a cheat oh, sheet. I have a cheat sheet. <laughs> we got a cheat sheet. Yeah. Here we go. I'll ask John. John, do you remember the code for bananas? No. You don't. No. It's forty eleven. I'll never forget that. <laughs> so, all right, all right. So, off of that, uh, let's get on to our question for this week. I don't know um, if John stuck around long enough to remember that. I did a little bit of cashier and then I did some <laughs> night stocking and then, yeah, I didn't see. I just, bananas are the easiest thing. That is the first thing everybody learns. But I always use, like when you go in there now, I guess the one I go to has it and plus Fresh has it, but you've got those little deals. You're taping the number and it prints it off for you. 
Yeah, yeah it's got the scale where you it prints you a, a yeah. ticket for it right so there. I use that all the time, so I can just scan it. Yeah, and they just scan it, or you can scan just, it, self checkout, whatever. It makes it a lot. Yeah. So I don't have right. self checkout. So. So um, as long as you don't have the self checkout, like they have by by me over here, this this store sucks. Uh, so yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I'm sure people want to keep hearing us talk about Brookshire's all day long. Yeah. Uh, it's free advertising for Brookshire's uh, to our three listeners who just happen to be mom and dad and not Clint. Yeah. Uh, so all right, and Rainy. Anybody else? <laughs> yeah. So that's it. Um, all right. So here's our question for this week. Very philosophical question here. If you can invite three people to dinner. Living or dead, I don't care. Uh, who would you invite, and uh, what would be the topic of conversation? If just to throw that one out there a little bit. So, uh, Michael, uh, I was trying to figure out somebody, some history person to talk about history, but uh, I had three other names pop up in my head first, but I couldn't decide on the history thing. Was it George Washington or or Teddy Roosevelt or you know uh, some somebody from a long, long time ago, King Arthur, whatever, you know. Uh, <laughs> you uh, might not be able the, to understand How did you pull the sword out of the stone, you know? Yeah. No, um, no I, I came up with some, a couple of people that, in my interest, and I'd like to dig more into the history of, of what, and just hear stories. <clears throat> so, um, you know, I'm a big NASCAR fan, racing fan, so I picked Richard Petty. Um, I am a big Dale Earnhardt fan, but Richard Petty goes back further. And then his dad uh, was Lee. racing before, yeah, Lee Petty. So there's there's a history, there's a lot of stories. You know, and Richard's still alive, so he's, he's still kicking. But uh, he, uh, I, I'm sure there's a lot of good stories, uh, not just racing stories, but a lot of stories uh, from from the the 50s, 60s. You know, just to hear. Uh, you know, I'm a big car guy anyway. Um, and just hearing some of that. Um, <clears throat> and then I picked Larry Wood, who was a, a longtime designer for Hot Wheels. You know, he was a, uh, I think, if I remember right, he, he, wore, he was a car designer first. I'm trying to remember if he was Ford or Dodge. I think it was with Ford. Maybe it was with Dodge. I don't remember. I think we, but, we talked about him in our Hot Wheels episode, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We yeah. did. Okay. And, okay. And I I was looking through notes on that, but I didn't I, I didn't I forgot to write down what he who he worked for before he went to um to to Mattel. But Larry Wood just just asking him how he came up with his designs. Because not only he he designed real looking cars, but he had fantasy cars too. And a lot of them are like hot rod looking ones and he you know, he does the the designs and all that and, and for years and years he was he was the only designer for Hot Wheels. Um, from the the seventies all the way through the the late eighties, you know, he was the only one there. Um, so I, I'd like to hear his stories on that, and you know, him dealing with Elliot Handler who owned Mattel, um, and then some of the other lines and stuff. Um, and then and then you know, I'm a big baseball fan too, so I'd like to um, maybe sit down and talk with Babe Ruth. He would be good, oh. a good one to the early days of baseball. You know. <clears throat> You know, Nolan Ryan was my is my favorite player of all time, um, but you know I'd like to, and, and I know a lot of R Nolan Ryan's history and backstory and all that, but but knowing sitting down and talking with Babe Ruth and, and some of those stories that you hear now about him that I think they've kind of grown and gotten bigger than what they actually were, you yeah. know. 
Uh, you got the, the shot called where he points his bat and then he hits a home run where he pointed the bat to, you know, stuff like that. And then all this other stuff that, that happened in his life that, you know, it's like, it's like Paul Bunyan type stories, you know, he's bigger than, bigger than life on a lot of his stories and, and like sit down and just, just chat with him and, and see what's real and what was made up and, and exaggerated, you know, stuff like that. So that- Sounds like that would be a lot of fun. Those yeah, yeah. pretty good people. Yeah. Can I come to that dinner? Because that would be yeah, fun. Sure. I just sit around and watch. <laughs> come on. Yeah. So uh, no, you said only invite three people. So that was well, it. Well, so you're not, John, you're not on the list. I, I'm John's gonna, John's gonna cook for you and I'm gonna bust your table. <laughs> oh, okay. There, there, yeah, you can you can be yeah. the waiter. That'd be fine. I'll be the I waiter. Like, I, just wanna hang, yeah. I just want to hang out and listen because yeah, I'm glad you took eight minutes to answer that question and fill up the time because I don't have <laughs> Nobody that I would really want to. Uh, one, everybody eats too slow uh, for me. So there's not many people I can sit down and actually have dinner with and talk, I guess. I don't talk a lot to begin with, uh, as y'all know. Uh, <laughs> so it's really hard because the most of the people I want to talk to, I talk to all the time anyway. So. You talk to all the time. Yeah. So it's y'all to mom, man, and Andrew. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, um, and then my family. So it's I'd rather just be around the family and stuff than talk go. to anyone else. I should have gone before John, and so he could. I know there should the be some story. type of history person trying to teach me history and stuff. But so, okay, okay. So I thought about that too because I was thinking history, but then I decided like taking that person out of history and talking just talking to them is it wouldn't be as much fun as like going. Yeah to causes, them and being part of it causes yeah. a nexus event <laughs> yeah then we have a nexus event yeah so then we have a problem so i went with all live people so first off kevin smith because me and kevin smith are going to sit down and talk about how he's going to reboot the animated or batman the animated series and this is not happening or at least i have not heard about this happening so we're going to talk about how he's going to do it and then with that, he's going to have to bring back Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill to be Batman and Joker. So all three of them, Kevin Smith, Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill. Now he did, sit he down did, talk about he's in on the, he, the Masters Universe stuff, right? Yeah. The, yeah. The reboot on it. Okay. Yeah, he plays – he's Skeletor. He does Skeletor's voice. Oh, he does? He does yeah. Skeletor's voice. Yeah. Okay. So if, if, if you haven't heard it or if you haven't seen it, um, his Skeletor, like as soon as he started talking, I immediately got Joker vibes. You know, because yeah. that's, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Mark Hamill is, you know, Luke Skywalker. But at the same time, he he's more Joker to me than anything. Like, he is yeah. my Joker. Uh, but having the three of us sitting down talking about Batman, especially Kevin Conroy and, um, and Mark Hamill talking about, uh, like, stories from when they were recording, the original Batman animated series would be fun. And Kevin Smith's a great interview person. So having him there... And then we get into how he's going to reboot it and it's going to be cool. And, you know, he's not going to, you guys haven't seen Masters of the Universe, have you? The new one. Not the, not the reboot. No. Okay. Well, I can't even tell not, you what. Not the newest one. Yeah. Um, you got you to gotta watch it. I don't want to ruin anything. So, okay. yeah. At the, some point, uh, I'm going to have to. You know, George Lucas would be cool to sit down, him and Steven Spielberg, you know, talking movie yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, uh, we there's recent, just so many things you could talk to people, people about, you know? Yeah. Getting those stories. Um, I'd love to sit down and talk to Tom Hanks just about, you know, all the movies that he's done. Like if you're just going movie wise, man, there's so many people. And then like sports wise, like, I don't know. 
it's it's crazy. There's so many people. Um, but like I said, history, pulling somebody out of history just to have a conversation with them, I feel like it would be a lot more fun to just um, yeah, instead of bringing them to you, you go to yeah, them. I, I want to go to period. I want to go to them in that time period. <laughs> get, a, get a taste you, of what's yeah. going. Just watch what's going on instead of them coming and telling you. Yeah, what's going on, you know. Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, if you have like historians or something, like it would be great to sit down with um, what's the uh, the guy who did the original Cosmos TV show and uh, Bill Nye and. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, like those guys. And like, I don't even know if I could enter any conversation with them because they're just going to be talking. And then like, you, I have nothing smart to say to them, but it would be yeah. fun to listen to them talk. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those kind of things. So, mm -hmm. all right. Um, if you are listening to this and you want to tell us who, if, who are the three people you'd like to have dinner with lunch with, I don't care. Lunch. John will cook it for you. He's a pretty good cook. So he'll cook for you and he'll just to listen. So, uh, yep. yeah, let us know. Tweet us, send us a message on Instagram. All what about stuff. brunch? Brunch, maybe? Uh, I feel like too many mimosas would be had. And it may second, second breakfast. <laughs> second breakfast, this is <laughs> with the potatoes and mashes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, the other person that was on my list for Batman would have been Frank Miller. Because that would have been cool to yeah. talk to him about, you know, writing like year one and all that stuff. So, all right. Uh, it is time to talk about some toys. We need to talk about these Beast War or Battle Beasts. Battle the, Beasts. I'm, yeah, Battle Beasts. So, uh, <laughs> are you ready, Michael? Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's, go. Let's okay. rewind and get into it. I got to rewind first, Michael. Go for Patience. it. Patience. There you go. I <laughs> I would think that'd be a little bit longer, but I, I haven't got a longer one. I'll get a longer one. <laughs> All right. So, okay, let's get this going. Uh, so, so battle, battle beast. Yeah. So battle beast is a line of two inch tall figures in the form of anthropo anthropomorphized animals. So it's human looking animals. That's what that is. Um, with body armor and unique weapons, uh, Battle Beasts were created by Takara, who also distributed them in Japan under the name Beast Formers. Uh, so, created in 1986, Takara branded these as a spinoff of Transformers. So, this is something I didn't even, I didn't know anything about. So, until digging deeper into this, uh, so when Takara did that. Uh, you know, they wanted them to, they even had them in one of their cartoons. So, uh, so they, they wanted, there's a spinoff of Transformers. So hence the name, uh, Beast Formers, uh, for, that they gave them, uh, characters even appeared in the episode of the tra tra Japanese Transformers cartoon, Transformers, the Headmaster series. So we didn't get that in the U S it was just a Japanese only, uh, series. Uh, even the packaging they put these in mimic the Transformers packaging with the, you know, kind of a black box with the purple uh, grid lines looking mm -hmm. on it, um, like the the Transformers had back then. Um, <laughs> it's Andrew. Okay. Um, uh, well, John's having way too much fun with the. Bingo. Uh, or the John did that. All right. Yeah, that's John. That's not me. So, if anybody's wondering what we're talking about, Andrew's putting up or John's no, putting up. John's doing it. 
you make bingo sure you... square things on the bottom and i said um which is a bingo square and and it's scrolling and i didn't never seen that before until just now so john's doing this not me threw me off a little bit so john yeah so uh see hasbro started dis- distributing the line outside of japan in 1987 uh they changed the name to battle beast and and ignored the the tie-in with transformers even though hasbro had uh, had the Transformer line as well. They just completely ignored that whole tie-in with Transformers. So they changed the name from Beast Formers to Battle Beast. There was four different series that were released overall. The first three contained 76 <clears throat> figures with each figure having a, a heat-sensitive rub sign on its chest. So they kept that part, which was similar to the Transformers uh, rub sign, which was either Decepticon or, or Autobot. Uh, but these had uh, had different little symbols in there. Um, so Series 4 had 36 figures and was uh, renamed Laser Beast. Uh, this series replaced the rub signs with a marble or orb in the chest in which uh, 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 the image can be seen when uh, a light was shined through it. So it was, it was all the way through. The, so if you shine from the back, you can see the, the image in the middle of the, the marble or orb, whatever you want to call it. Uh, these figures also came with a gun that resembled the creature who held it. So if it was, uh, say it was a bear, the gun kind of was had like a bear shape to it. So, so the, the images, so this was the gimmick of the line. It had different images in the, in the rub signs. So, when you rubbed it, it revealed uh, what the strength the figure had. Uh, so it was either fire, wood, water, uh, or water. And we're, there was got three of them. And they were used like paper, scissors, rock. So this is how the little gimmick was. When you got your, your figures, you rubbed it. And if you had fire and the other guy had wood, the fire would win. Because fire was over wood, wood was over water, and water was over fire. You know, like paper, scissors, rock. So, um, so does, that's how you did your battles. How does wood beat water? It floats. I don't know. I guess it floats. It, it does floats water. Or it's not. You can make a dam out of it. Yeah, really? I, guess so. you, I mean, <laughs> it floats. So wood beats water. Yeah. So, uh, so each figure came with all three symbols. So you can get, uh, say, you get Ferocious Tiger, which was number four out of the, the set. Um, you can either get him with the fire symbol, the wood symbol, or the water symbol. You wouldn't know until you actually opened up the package and rubbed this call sign, the, the rub sign, to see which one you actually got. So you can get that. You get Ferocious Tiger with all three different, with three, all three, you get three of them with three different uh, rub signs, uh, symbols in there. So, um, so if you're a completist, you know, you'd have, what I say, 70, six figures times three uh so that's how many you can get yeah in that in just the first three series and then you had series four with 36 figures right um see i say you wouldn't know what like i said you wouldn't know until you actually rubbed the sticker on it to see what it was later on you know the fourth there was a fourth symbol that was introduced uh the sunburst and it would beat all other symbols. It was the ultimate symbol to get. It's the Spock. Yeah, so it had 
They had kids chasing for the <coughs> ultimate variation. It was extremely rare. Um, it was only found in 10 packs in Japan or or only on the, the pirate lion in the U.S. So, and I think even the pirate lion was only, you can only find it on that in Japan. It was in the 10 packs. Uh, so that was the only, they, they thought when it first came out and it was introduced on the back of the, the cards, everybody thought all the, the figures would have a sunburst. Well, it was only pirate lion, which was number one in the series. He was the only one that had that sunburst. <clears throat> Let's see, in the U.S., Battle Beast came in two in packages of two. Uh, also listed on the packages, starting with Series 2, the possibility of getting the Sunburst Warrior, which ended up being just the Pirate Lion. Uh, series 1 and 2 were released in Japan, Europe, and North America. Uh, series 3 was only released in Japan and the U.S. Um, and actually, Series 2 was only released in... Uh, Japan, North America, and then the UK. It didn't. It wasn't even replaced over the whole Europe. It was just UK. So series one was more widespread, and then series three was only Japan and US. Uh, series four uh, were they? You know, they ended up changing the names to Shadow Warriors or Laser Beasts, uh, which you shine the light through the the marble orb and, and see what the symbol was. Um, like I said, it was Laser Beasts in Japan is what they called them there. Um, you know, the, the, the new slogan for this was firewood water. Only the crystal shield would, uh, will reveal their strength. So, uh, so when you shine your light in there, you know what it was. Uh, so, so what happens if you don't have a flashlight? You got to hold it up to the sun. I guess you sold it to the sun or to the oh, candle, light. whatever you and got. Then it, sitting and on then the, 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 sun, the sun shines through it and then blinds you. Yeah. You just... Or, or you hold it up, your candle will let you that you're writing your, you're dipping your pen in the ink and writing your story, and you can. Because yeah. it's seventeen two twenty two. <laughs> yeah, seventeen twenty two. Uh, so, on the series four, North America only got twelve of the thirty six figures. So, the first twelve of this series is is the only ones that showed up in the U.S. and North America, Canada included. Uh, all. Let's see, and they were they were all the twelve of them were packaged in two pack blister cards like the others were. Um, so, going back to series one, we'll break it down by series. Uh, series one was more widespread and contained twenty eight figures. Uh, the copyright marks of Takara eighty six or Hasbro Hasbro eighty six on the back of the figure, as well as their number, because each one had their own number. Mm -hmm. um, and it was also present on the weapon, so so you knew which weapon belonged to which figure because it because each one was numbered. Um, in some European countries, the first twenty eight figures were even produced in their own factories there in that, that country, uh, resulting in the Spanish and Greek bootleg lines. Uh, so we talked about bootlegs before. So the Spanish bootleg line was the the bestias de combate. And then the Greek one was called Tempato Maxoi. I think is how you pronounce that. Um, so, so if you get one that's it, that was made in, in Spain or one that was made in, in Greece, then you could, they weren't official ones. Um, in some cases, a, a sticker can be found on the bottom of their feet referring to the fact of it being a genuine figure from Japan. <clears throat> it was written in, in Japanese lettering. 
and I think it's actually Chinese lettering. Um, but the sticker actually said it was made in China, which seems a bit ironic since it's it was uh, it's a Japanese figure that was made in China. So, uh, but it said made in China on there. So you knew if you did get one with a sticker on it, you knew it was original. But not all of them came with that sticker; just some of them. Uh, series two uh, were not distributed as well as series one. Uh, they weren't as widespread. Uh, they were pretty much Japan and North America. And I, I, like I said, some of them showed up in, in, in the UK. Um, <clears throat> this contained 24 figures in this set. Uh, the copyright marks of Takara 1987 and Hasbro 1987 can be found on the feet of the figure instead of the back. So they moved that to the feet. Um, and number the number can be found on the back or, or the head. So they pretty much only put the uh, they because the first series had it on the back on the copyright and the number and then they moved series two was moved to the foot and the number still on the back or the back of the head um and then also on the weapon so you knew which weapon it belonged to it's also possible um another small number or letter can be found on the back of the leg this is referring to uh the production run in which the figure was made uh, it was made because in case uh, in case a mold would break or whatever, they would uh, redo the mold and they would put a two instead of a one or a A or B. Uh, I would tell you which mold um, it was. So you know, so a lot of a lot of uh, toys and stuff have those those marks on there on which mold it was. So yeah, uh, series two also saw the introduction of the peg hole. Uh, on the bottom of the left front foot or left foot. Uh, this was useful to place the figure on some of the vehicles or play sets. Also, the Made in China sticker appeared on some of the figures like Series 1. So, Series 3 <clears throat> was only distributed in Japan and U.S. Uh, they contained 24 figures. Uh, copyright marks of Takara 80, 1987 and 1987 Hasbro was found on the feet along with the number. Uh, the number also is on the weapon again. Uh, the production run numbers and letters found on the were found on the foot. Um, and due to the fact that all markings are on the feet, uh, this is the first time that the back of the figure are completely free of any kind of markings. So if you find one that's that doesn't have any markings on the back or the back of the head or whatever, it's going and all of them are on the feet, then it's going to be a, a series three. Um, the uh, left foot contained the peg hole. They continued that, and then some of the some had the the made in China stickers as well. Uh, so series four, the complete series only available in Japan. They contained thirty six figures, uh, number seventy seven through number eighty eight, which was twelve. The first twelve of them was available in North America and a few European countries. Um, they had the copyright of Takara 1987 and 1987 Hasbro. Uh, so the second set of 12 from number 89 to 100 uh, was was Japan on, was Japan and then only in France. That's the only other country that received it. So Japan and France are the only two countries you can find these. Uh, and then number 101 to 112 uh, was only found in Japan only. So and they had a copyright 
or the number 89 through 112 had a copyright to car in 1988 and then 1988 Hasbro. So that's your copyright dates on those on 89 through 112. And then all the markings are on the feet and the number on the weapon and then the peg hole and left foot they kept and then uh, made in China stickers would appear on some of them as well. So, so that's a rundown of all the, the, uh, the series there and some of the copyright stuff that are different from each series. I uh, see there was a number of vehicles that were released. Um, the Battle Beast line had three chariots and then three uh, home bases, whatever uh, play sets. Uh, and all of them looked like animals and each came with uh, with one figure that was not unique to the vehicle. So you can get you can get the figure um, out of the other uh, two packs or whatever, however you bought them. Uh, the chariots were able to hold three figures and had a pullback action, so you pull it back and let it go, and it'd take off. Uh, there, the three of them, there was Terran Tiger, which looked like a tiger. You had Big Horn, which looked like a ram. And then you had Deer Stalker, which looked like a deer. Uh, the bases had unique symbol theme to uh, that matched the fire, wood, or water concept. Each base could hold several figures and had a jail cell with, with which to hold captured beasts. So if you, you won some beasts from your buddy, you can put them in your jail cell. Uh, so there was a blazing Eagle, which was uh, referred to as firebird in the commercials that they had. Uh, then there, that would be your, um, let's see, that would be your fire. Then you have shocking shark, which would be your water. And then you had wood beetle, which would be your wood. So, so each one had a different, uh, of, uh, what do you call it? It's a symbol theme is what those were. Uh, the Laser Beast line, Series 4, uh, had three battle chariots. Uh, these were smaller than the Battle Beast chariots, and these could be purchased with a unique figure. So they, they came with a certain figure uh, that you couldn't buy elsewhere. It came with that, that chariot. Um, also, there was four types of, of drills. Um uh, John, do you have a picture of those drills? Because I couldn't find a picture of those. Okay. Uh, they were all the same design, but different colors. There was a gold, a yellow, a maroon, and then there was a blue, which was the rarest, uh, with only three or four known to exist on the blue. So, so it's like a little thing you ride on, you stand on, it holds the handles, and it's got a drill sticking out in front of it, I guess, to, yeah. to exactly drill what it is. into into the rock or whatever wood or, or I don't know if you can drill through the water or not, but yeah. So, um, and then, and then, uh, you've got this, the, uh, which one are they? Oh, the chariots underneath yeah, is what you got the pictures of. Series from the, four chariots. Yeah. So, but I got, <clears throat> so I guess with these, when you actually play the game, does it give your character more strength or something? Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something to the vehicle for them to ride on. <clears throat> At least these make more sense with the Battle Beast than last week's uh, thing of the Shogun Warriors with yeah, their, the Shogun right. Warriors with the ones that made no sense at all. Yeah. Which your your show at least your figures can ride on these and sit on these. <laughs> It'll hold your figures. Uh, the Shogun Warriors ones wouldn't even, they were smaller than the figures themselves. Right. So you couldn't really use them like that. So, um, 
this line also had some premium figures in it. Now, there were several promotional figures released in Japan, mainly through mail-in or purchasing special sets. Uh, most were just repaints. You had the Stone Cobra, Clear Gator, uh, Clear Carp, and then Striped Carp. Uh, with the exception of a mail-away number 101, which was Skull Grotesque, uh, which was a completely original figure. So uh, you can only get it through this mail-away. So available in various ways, uh, the Clear Gator and then the Sunburst line, which we talked about earlier, uh, which was a pirate line um, with the Sunburst, could, only, could be obtained by purchasing a, the Japanese 10-pack uh, set that contained either one figure or the other, so you, you you either had a chance of getting the Clear Gator or the Sunburst line. Um, although you couldn't tell until the packaging was open, so you wouldn't so, know what you got until the the package was open. So this is a Sun, or this is a what do you say, Grotesque? What do you call him? What do you say his name was? Oh, Gro. Uh, what's say a skull grotesque skull skull grotesque yeah so this okay, is okay so this is this is skull grotesque okay yeah or at least that's what google said it is it's number 101 number 101 yeah it's cool i like i like the little crystal thing yeah uh let's see there's your clear gator there you go okay yeah he's, he's just clear it looks like the figure is just a clear molding yeah so uh, yeah, that was 101, the school grotesque, Andrew. You had it right. Yeah, okay. Um, so the the Stone Cobra uh, could only be obtained by mailing in the two halves of the stone tablet. Uh, so one half was found in the Japanese Fire Phoenix playset, which was the American, which was the Japanese version of the American Blazing Eagle set. Uh, they just had a different name to it. Uh, while the other was in the Sunburst Lion set. So... You had to buy both these figures different separately to get a little piece that you would put together and mail that those two pieces in to get this stone cobra. Um, the uh, let's see, the stone cobra was sent out in two different waves due to larger dem demand than expected. The first uh, didn't have a rub sign on it. The second uh, just had a sticker that had the white white leo's face on it so i don't know what the i didn't see a picture of the white leo but um it did it didn't come with the rubs rub sign so it either had a no no rub sign or a sticker that had a white leo's face on it um and then you had the clear and striped carp uh, that could be found in the japanese punch box set uh, which was basically a box that had covers so you couldn't see what figures you had uh, you had to actually punch out the the spot where the figure is to find out what you had uh, it's kind of like a blind a blind box so old school blind box yeah old school blind box um to see the figure um the the striped carp was much more rare than the clear so um also the the skull grotesque like we talked about a while ago could be purchased along with a gold drill uh though a, a mail away offer exclusively uh Offers was exclusively on order form. Advertising the figure uh, could be found in almost all signal single figure packaging sold in Japan. So on the single figures, they had the little um, they had the the little mail away form with those that you can actually fill out and send in to get that. 
or you can just buy the gold drill and he would come with the gold drill. So, and that is all I got on that. So, all right. So let's talk about pricing on these things. Either one of you see the original price form? No, I, no, I didn't get to what you got. I do. Uh, these sold for about two dollars twenty nine cents. So two ninety nine. You get a no two twenty nine. Twenty nine. You get a two pack oh, for two twenty nine. Remember, these are how how big were these? They were they were small. Two two inch. Oh, yeah, they were little two inch two inch figures. Um, so you know two twenty nine for a two pack, not too bad. Um, that's five dollars and fifty one cents today. Still not bad. It's still not bad to be honest no. with, with what they are. Um, you get two two of those figures for yeah. for, for nowadays would be five bucks. So they were a dollar. Dollar fifteen each back then, yeah. Yeah. So, you, so you can go on eBay and do a lot of searching. Um, John's going to pull up different pictures, I guess, and look at some stuff. Um, but you can <laughs> go on eBay and find a bunch of lots of these, um, mm -hmm. and they sell anywhere from, depending on how many are in it. From you know, if there's like ten, they typically they're about ten dollars a piece, um, and that's without weapons. Uh, so with weapons. Um, they're a little bit higher. I did see a few that sold for about $8, no weapons. Um, the weapons did seem to be very easily broken um, or lost. And so uh, you've got those. They just, a lot of them don't have them. And actually, uh, you, Michael, you were talking about having the numbers on the weapons. So yeah, what, what makes it easy. With. So if, if you do find a lot of weapons, a, a lot, not a lot of the weapons, but a lot <laughs> of weapons, um, a bunch of weapons together sold like that. You can actually figure out which figures they belong to because they had the numbers printed on them. Uh, I stamped, would be interested to know the, the gun, the weapons. So if you, if you bought some with weapons, if they were the right, like if, if the person just found, Oh, here's a weapon that goes, you know, if they were the yeah, right, right ones to go with them. So um, it'd be easy to figure that out. Cause the number stamped yeah, matches the number on the figure. So. Uh, um, the, the, the first three series, one through three had, um, they had like axes and swords and stuff like that. And then series four, when they went to the, the laser one with the marble in it, they went, the, the weapons were like a little gun, like I said. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I mentioned what the weapons were in the first three series. Um, most of the ones that I'm seeing are the first three series with the rub, little rub sticker. Also the rub sticker makes a difference on pricing. If you have one mm -hmm. that still works or is still there, it's a little bit more, uh, yeah, but those, really those tend to, to rub off quite a yeah. bit. And just like, just like transformers, the first couple of series of uh, years of Transformers, when they had those rub signs, after yeah. a while, it would uh, the sticker would rub completely off if you don't. Now, if you don't pay. Did you talk about the connection with these and Transformers? Uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was at the very about. beginning. Is that the very beginning? Okay. Yeah. Were you not listening? So, <laughs> I might as well say that part. <laughs> no, no, he was he was <laughs> trying to. He was trying to get the bingo card thing. So. Yeah, the bingo. Yeah, I said Transformers, <laughs> so that's bingo. You got to do that outside of the, the, the actual podcast, John. Uh, <laughs> so um, really, these are easily collectible. Um, you can get them for decent prices. Um, some of the yeah. more rare ones are just a little more expensive. I didn't see any singles that were over about $40. Yeah. Um, you can obviously get lots for, and I get a lot of them for, you know, good amounts or whatever. Uh, but I, I, the vehicles run a little bit more, but all the ones that I saw were in good call, good condition. Um, you know, most of these, and, and 
you know, being in the U.S., the first three series that which were all released in the U.S. were are easily found. Uh, when you get to series four, after the first, you know, the first twelve was released in the U.S., but the the next twenty four, they were they were only in Japan. And like I said, the second second twelve was released in France and Japan, but. Um, but it's kind of hard to find that series four here in the U S because it was all Japanese exclusive on it. Yeah, so, right. and, and being this late and there's a lot of collectors and stuff, I bet a lot of them have found their way to the U S. Oh yeah. Maybe oh, a yeah. little bit easier now to find, but, but back then you couldn't, you couldn't get hold of them. I'd like to see something like if I, if I can find some, um, like at a garage sale or something, I'd definitely pick these up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm necessarily buying them, you know, looking for them. But I would definitely pick these up if I can find them like in a garage sale. If I saw, yeah, these are pretty cool. I'm not searching for them, but there's and the the whole aspect of the game that so you've got you and your buddy want to play rock paper scissors, but you want to play with your toys, so you get your toys and you play fire wood water. And it's much cooler to play with the figure than it is with your hand. It, paper, it is, rock. it is, but I mean, really, if you've only got say like ten, you probably have memorized which ones are which. Yeah. You know, so it's going to be easy to like whoever. Well, goes you wouldn't to... know what your buddy's pulling out because you well, you know, oh, I've got fire, and I'm going to use my fire guy. Well, he's going to have water, and you wouldn't know it until he, he brought it out. He yeah, goes, I got so water. So you're you, what you're going to have to but do he is know pick what them. You you're going to have to pick them and then show what they are. Like instead of like, oh, like yeah. So that's one of those games you can't share with your friends what you have because when you actually right. play the game, they would know how to beat you. Also, I when you walk up, you'd be like, all right, I got ten. Yeah, you got ten. Let's play. Let's throw them out. Now pick your yeah. ten. Yeah, you still go home with ten. You just don't know. You don't know what they are. Maybe you switch. Right. Maybe that's a good way to play. Like it's just all rent. Like then you, you always get different ones. Yeah. Instead of you having mm-hmm. yours, that would be cool. And then you're like, oh, yeah. I think I think this is this is very. Sense. So this 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 will take us into the game that I created for us to play is basically rock paper scissors with these. So we'll get to that in a minute. But um, first, we got to rank these. We got we need to rank these on our list. Um, if I can share and get this pulled up, where's it at? Here it is. Here's our list that we have now. Um, I'm showing the top 10 of these for, for us. Cause I'm assuming these are going to land in the top 10 for all three of us. Um, or at least close to it. So, I, uh, I think we, you know, if these look familiar, I, I believe we had several of these. I know we didn't have many, yeah. but, but I, I believe I remember seeing, having some of these and, and, and they look, they look very familiar to me. So yeah, I think we had at least a couple. But I don't think we knew about the the paper scissor rocks aspect of it. Yeah, the, I, I don't fire feel water like, wood aspect. Thirty, I don't, 30 I years just, later. Yeah, I just yeah. don't feel like that was very uh, prominent in America, yeah. or at least not like for us. We I no, I don't remember us. part of it. Yeah. So thirty years later, we learn how to play with our toys. <laughs> <laughs> the, the proper way uh, to play the, with right. the proper way all right all right michael give me a ranking for you um these are pretty i, I like these they're gonna go with number number seven i know shogun warriors popped in number seven last week uh but i'm gonna put these above shogun warriors right under thundercats and actually they're closer to thundercats than shogun warriors were so it'll fit right in there at number mm-hmm. seven um, all right. So Michael doesn't know how to rank anything more than seven. So John, where you at? <laughs> well, I just think the others are better than, than these, but <laughs> John, so Michael, Michael <laughs> seven. John's going seven. <laughs> I'm going John's... seven. I already looked at the, I had it pulled up. I was already looking at it, but 
I've got Dunicats, like Michael. Same I part. mean, Thundercats and then Shogun Warriors, but I like these a little bit more than the Shogun Warriors. Hey, let me yeah. blow you out of the water. I'm going number four. I'm pushing Hot Wheels down. Oh, wow. You're um, pushing Raggedy Ann and Andy down. I am pushing Raggedy Ann. Oh. I, I, I think these things are pretty cool. Um, and how many how many are there total, Michael? They're 298. If you look at all the variations, each one with their own signal symbol, yeah. So, you know, there was 76 figures in one through three, and then series four had what I say four had um 36. And then and the one offs, the one offs yeah. of you know, here or there. So you're looking 310, something like that. I think I saw it, saw it 298. 298? Yeah, two, 298. All together. And okay. then you got the sunburst. Get sunburst, that'd be what 299. 299. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be a cool shelf back here. Just 299 of those sitting there. And then I'd be like, let's play rock, paper, scissors. Um yeah, that was that's a lot less than than the what's that last line we talked about that had all the um the uh the little mini guys. Uh my mind just went blank on the that we talked about. Yeah. So here we go. We are going to play some battle. I need to refresh. There we go. We are going to play some battle. And what the way that this game is going to play is uh, both of you, Michael and John, if you're watching, if you're listening, you're going to get a very interesting, like, I don't know, way to listen to this. So Michael and John both have on the screen right now 15 characters. I I like their their names on some of these because they kind of. Yes. Yeah, so each one's <laughs> each one's a different each one's a different animal, and then they have some kind of uh, uh, adjective. The 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 name of the animal kind of describes it. So, yeah, yeah. So you've got the adjective, something like, yeah. and then we'll go through these as we're talking about them. Um, and then what's going to happen? So you, Michael, you'll pick yours. John, you'll pick yours. Um, they'll show up on the screen, and then we'll hit battle, and then we'll find out what they are. So both of you have. Um, we got 10 of them. Uh, there's 15. So essentially, the best out of 15, whoever gets the most points. Um, and ties will just run as ties. So um, you don't know what you're picking. And that's no. kind of the way it's supposed to be, right? You're not yeah, supposed right. to know so. what it is. So you're just going to pull it up, then we're going to see. Um, now, there should be five wood, five water, and five fire on each side. But there's one tricky thing that I just added that you guys told me to add. There is a sunburst on each side. Okay. Now it is not the original sunburst because the sunburst only came in one. Um, so you don't know where it's at. It is somewhere on here. All right. So whoever gets sunburst wins the you know that round automatically. So all right. yeah, wins. Wow, that's over. Yeah. So all right. Um, what we're gonna do? So Michael's gonna pick first, and then John's gonna pick, and then whoever wins that is gonna control the board and pick next. If we come to a tie, we're just gonna switch as to who's picking. So uh, all right, Ma- Michael. Uh, let's start with Slowpoke Sloth. Slowpoke Sloth. <laughs> also, this will gray out whenever you select one, so you okay, can't okay. select one. Look, there's Slowpoke Sloth. Yeah, there's a picture of <clears throat> So, talking about the names on how much Michael likes the names on these things, I'm going to go with Eager Beaver. <laughs> Eager Beaver. I knew you were going to go with that. Um, all right, so two cool – these are pretty cool-looking characters, both of them. Uh, you know, kind of sloth with some armor on it. You got a beaver with some armor on it, and they got their weapons with them. So, uh, are you guys ready to battle? Let's battle. battle. Let's, right, let's battle. Yes. Both of oh. those are wood. Oh, we're both. Um, so that's a tie. Okay. So uh, now we're gonna reset, John. 
You get to pick first. All right, let's go with uh, Triple Threat Snake. Triple Threat Snake. I like Triple Threat Snake. His hands are like the same way. Thanks. It's weird. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Let me go with Major Moose. Major Moose. Down there he is, the down towards the bottom. Um, Major Moose is one of my favorite molds, by the way. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I, he he's just looks big pretty antler. Cool. Yeah. He just looks pretty cool. So, all right, you ready? Guys, are ready to battle? Battle. Yeah. Let's battle. We got a wood and a fire. <laughs> oh. John. John. John's got <laughs> fire. I got wood. John gets first point. All right, let's reset. So, John, you control the board. <laughs> Let's go with uh, Web Slinger Spider. Web Slinger Spider. It's another another cool looking mold there. Yep. And then I'm gonna stink things up. How about Putrid Skunk? Putrid Skunk. <laughs> uh, there he is. Yeah, right there. Um, these these are both. You've got the black and the purple, kind of back and forth. So right. yeah, kind of reverse yeah. here. So uh, all right, let's uh, battle. Fire and fire. fire. Oh, we tied. Fire, got another fire. tie. All right, Michael, fire, fire, you get to pick first. Fire. <laughs> That's a first. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're right over there. Yeah. It just right. brings back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do uh, Squirrely Squirrel. Squirrely Squirrel. I saw him Squirrely all ago. There he is. Squirrely Squirrel. And John? Uh, let's go with Killer Carp. Killer Carp. That's a funny name. All right. So we got Killer Carp and Squirrely Squirrel, and we're going to battle wood and water. Yeah. So win. Michael wins that. Michael one wins one. that. One. Michael's got. Squirrel. Sorry. I guess I need to make sure I say Michael has wood. John has water. That way, the people who are listening can actually follow along. All right. Reset. So, Michael, you still All control right. the board. Uh, how about Humongous Hippo? Humongous Hippo. That's yeah. another cool mold. Uh, Roman Buffalo. Roman Buffalo. These are two pretty good size ones here. Yeah. Roman Buffalo's got him a robotic arm there or something. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh let's battle. Michael has the sunburst. Oh, Michael ah, found the sunburst. Ah, I win. John win. John has water. Uh, Michael found the sunburst. <clears throat> so, John, that makes you feel good because now you have a win somewhere in here. Right, at least because <laughs> because you can't because now that Michael's found his, you can't tie. So if you get a sunburst, you win that one. Right. Or Michael can't even tie that one. So, <laughs> all right, Michael, you still have control of the board. Uh, gargantuan gorilla. Gargantuan gorilla, all the way down to the bottom. Yeah. And John. Uh, sledgehammer elephant. Sledgehammer elephant. Um, I, I like their weapons. I like these two mm -hmm. weapons, and these are two two more really cool molds. Like, That's I don't know what, that he's got a sledgehammer and he's still got a weapon. So, yeah, the elephant does. Wow. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh, let's battle, and we got two fires. Both uh, of you got fires. So apparently, wow. you guys are getting really good at this. Michael still got the lead, but John, you have control of the board. Uh. Frenzied flamingo. Frenzied flamingo. Yeah. Frenzied flamingo. Frenzied flamingo. Uh, let's see. Well, let's do. I got two different tigers on. Let's do a uh, ferocious tiger. <laughs> ferocious down tiger down here at the bottom. You do have two yeah. tigers. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. 
All right, uh, here we go. I like this uh, flamingo, by the way. I think it would have been better if he was if one leg was up or something. It would be nice. right. <laughs> so, all right, let's battle. Fire and a wood, Michael. Uh, Michael takes the win on that one with a fire over John's flamingo wood. So there we go. All right, Michael, you have control. Uh, ardent Ardvark. Ardent Ardvark. I saw that. There it is. And John. Uh. Octillion octopus. Octillion octopus. The octillion octopus mold's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, here we go. Let's battle two water. Uh, we're both water. <laughs> so many. Y'all are, y'all are, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> so right. I was thinking Michael's was going to be a fire one because of what it was. And I was like, man. I'm just but but it's random. Uh, it's just pulling yeah, random. So, yeah. But it doesn't seem, I mean, it's supposed to be. They're what very close to what they are. If you look at where you're, yeah, we should get it with. It could show up in either all three different. Yeah, it can show up in all three. All right, so. let's do rubberneck. I guess it's my turn to start, right? Yes, yes, it yeah, is. Go ahead, rubberneck, rubberneck giraffe. giraffe. Okay, and Michael. Uh, well, you got giraffe. Let me do zealot zebra. Zealot zebra. Zealot. Zealot zebra. <laughs> all right. Um, let's battle. Oh, John found his sunburst. Sunburst. I got water. John found his sunburst. All right. So, all right. Sunbursts are gone. John, you have control of the board. All righty. Let's just uh, go Antic Anteater. Antic Anteater. This is another cool mold. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I'm gonna go with Saber Sword Tiger. What am I the tiger? Saber Sword Tiger. Yeah, I guess he's a saber tooth tiger instead of yeah. regular instead tiger. Of, yeah, that's so. what it is. All right, here we go. Let's battle, and we got a fire and a water. Oh, Michael beat me. Woo-hoo. Michael I got beats. Water. I forgot to put this up before, so Michael got a water. <laughs> uh, I just needed that up so I can remember. So there we go. Michael wins that one. Michael's up four two, John. So yeah, but this is there's no, this is no skill. This is just random. So. Yeah. All right. We'll do pillaging polar bear. Pillaging polar bear. All right. Let's go grizzly bear. Grizzly bear. Um, Pillaging polar bear should be water, I believe. I mean, I don't know, but like you would think, like that sounds like it would be water, and Um, and polar bear would be wood, or grizzly bear would be wood. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I would think. But who knows? And that's what they are. That's what they were. So I win. Wow. So John wins John's on that got one. wood and I got water. All right. Here we go. Let's reset. And John. All right. Uh, we got four left. Yeah. So let's go Black Panther. Black Panther. This is not the Marvel Black Panther. <laughs> uh, I'll do Sly Fox. Sly Fox. Um, both of these. These look cool. These look cool. I like these. Let's, uh, let's battle. We got a fire and a water. John wins. Oh, oh wait. Michael wins. No, Michael wins. Win. Water, water, beats, beats fire. water beats fire. Water Sorry. puts out fire. Sorry. I had, that, I had the backwards for a minute. Fire burns wood. All right. Uh, Michael. Uh, let's do Panzer Panda. Panzer Panda. Hmm. Let's put him up against uh, Colonel Bird. Colonel Bird. I feel like they were just they, Colonel Bird. I don't know. Yeah, that's the signature for the military. 
I know. It's just it's weird. weird. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's battle. And we got fire and water. And again. Michael wins again. Michael wins again. No, I win no, that John one. John wins. John's got water. I'm water. got fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I win. Yeah. Gosh. See, See the scroller, the scroll on the bottom says, uh, wood know. beats wood water, beats water beats fire. fire, fire beats wood. Yeah, sorry. All right. Uh, it's confusing sometimes. You're trying to remember these. So, yeah. John. John. By All the right. way, the score is five to four. Yeah. I'm one off. Let's go uh, kick back kangaroo. Kick back kangaroo. And I'm going to do Wolfgang Walrus. Wolfgang Walrus. Here we go. Let's battle. Both ways. Oh, Both ways. it's a tie. It turns out to be a tie right. there. So, all well, right. Who's got this one? I got Deerstalker. Michael's got Rocky Rhino. John has Deerstalker. This is not for the game because Michael will win the game. Or, well, I mean, you could tie the no, game. Like for a tie. John can tie it. You could tie it. And here we go. Let's battle. And it's both. Yeah. Man, it's a tie. It's a tie. So I win. That's a tie. So Michael wins. Michael wins. Um, I, hope, I, hope, I hope that comes out well on, on audio. I, that's fun. It's fun to play. It's kind of interesting. That's gonna have to be a bingo card every time there's a. I like uh, uh, about a one. Michael gets uh, thrown off. (laughs) Michael gets thrown off. All right, we'll add this. Michael gets thrown off, and a Beavis and Butthead uh, reference. Ah! Figure going across. He was like, uh, uh. Yeah. So actually, Ooh. All right. It's been a long about, day for several of us. Yeah. It's about time we wrap this one up. Um, all right. Uh, some TP. <laughs> okay. Um, remember, remember to follow our socials to know when we do our our showcases um, because we do those live and we never know where we're doing. We just do them whenever we can. Um, so follow our socials on that. Uh, be sure you're following Geek Together uh, for the. Uh, collector showcases as we talk to collectors and get different insights on people's collections and everything. So do that. Also be sure you follow us over at Twitter Rewind podcast and cross streams media. Um, all our social links, all of it's there. Um, John does a great job of going through them, but I'm not going to make him do it again. It's been a long day for him. Um, so be sure you check out all those links there, our Twitter card, our Facebook, our Twitter, wait, our bingo card, our Twitter, our Facebook, Twitter and our instagram check out those um and then all the merch uh and you can leave us a review there you can go in and leave us an audio review um whatever you want to do i'd love to hear some audio reviews or some audio clips we'll play them here it'd be, it'd be so much fun so if you want to get on the podcast and leave us something i can just do it, do it there um while you're there be sure you check out some of the other people that are over across the streams uh, like the dorksman the SDS guys, Secondary Heroes, Three Beers and a Mic, The Movie Gap, The Dan Aykroyd Podcast, The Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson Podcast, Front Row Negative, Art of the Boar, and Bearing Ain't Easy. Um, Michael, you mentioned listening to The Movie Gap earlier today. Yeah, I've been listening to, I'm about halfway yeah. through it, the, the episode from, I think it was a couple weeks back. They did Suicide uh, Squad. The Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. And they, and- they mentioned us doing a crossover with them. And them doing one one with us, uh, yeah. with a, a movie, and then the toy line that came with the movie. So we'll we'll figure something out. Yeah. So we're we're, we're, we're we've we've talked about it. I don't think we've got anything set in stone yet. But yeah. We're, we're still we're still trying to figure something out. Trying to so that works on both of our gimmicks basically. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll get some. It'd be fun to have a crossover with those guys, yeah. um, and have them on to to chat about stuff. So 
Um, it's a, it's a great network. We're really excited about being part of Cross the Streams. Um, so be sure you go check it out. Uh, follow their socials. It's Cross the Streams Media pretty much everywhere, I think. Um, so be sure you check those out and all those other people. Um, also, leave us an iTunes rating and review if you could. Um, it really helps us to go up the list and uh, you know have find help other people find us. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. We hope you want to let other people enjoy it. So be sure you you do that so that they can find us pretty easily. Um, and uh, that's that's that. Uh, anything else you guys want to add on about Beast? Well, I said Beast Wars. Battle Beasts. Battle Beasts. Battle Beast. It's a cool line. I like it. it I may find a figure or two somewhere down the line. Yeah. It'd be nice to have just a couple just kind of laying around. So, all right. Well, then I guess we'll wrap this one. And uh, this is episode 56 of uh, Toy Reality Podcast. So, on behalf of the Brothers Newland here at the Toy Reality Podcast, play on. You've been listening to the Toy Rewind Podcast. Follow and join in the conversations at ToyRewindPodcast.com. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.